don't kill yourself over this stuff because eating bad for five days out of a month hurts you just as much as eating good for five days out of a month will help you. All right, welcome to the Wild Foods Podcast, where we talk about real food, real ingredients, and have real conversations with real people that really exist. We also like the word real because we keep it real. I'm Brent Philbin, and I'm here with Matt Smith. Hey, oh, hey, oh. Who, if you Google Matt Smith, you will never find because, unfortunately, you'll find the person from Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, that eh, not a bad doctor. You know, Not probably bad. my third favorite doctor, but uh, yeah, still. <laughs> yes, I'm the, you're right. I'm the favorite doctor. You, you're your favorite doctor? Yeah. You, really? Your, your favorite doctor. No, Matt Smith. No, third <laughs> favorite. Anyway, for those Doctor Who fans out there, I'm a Peter Capaldi, number one, and Dave Tennant, number two, but it's very close. Used to be Tennant. Mm. Anyway, we're... <laughs> this is not a sci-fi podcast this is the living wild podcast and we are here for our first episode in a while that didn't have somebody on to actually do an interview so this is uh matt and i and also ladon who you've heard a couple of times are going to be kind of taking this journey with you we're going to do a lot of a lot of interviews still coming up we have some great people that are going to be coming on the show uh we just had I mean, we had some great interviews over the course of basically the last month, the month and a half. We had, I'm just trying to think, we had the Keto Cowboy on. Uh, we had Craig Emmerich on. We had Sonny Newman. We had Joel Runyon. And we went all the way back to Crosby Stevens. So the last episode where we didn't have a guest, I guess I was the guest, where it was an intermittent fasting show. So, so yeah. that's that's where we're at, and we're here. So this is going to be going forward. You're going to hear a lot more of me, a lot more of Matt, a lot more of Ladon, and a lot more of the guests. We're kind of ramping up here. I think we're going to start doing kind of two shows a week. They're going to be loosely based around, you know, it's called the Living Wild Podcast. We're going to be talking about how you do it, how you live wild, how you do everything. But they are not going to be necessarily, uh, you know, it's not going to be like we're grabbing a Wild Foods product and we're doing a Cocotropic review or something like that. So we're going to have some fun shows. I know LaDon has been doing some like on-site recording. Uh, we did some on-site recording at another at, um, at another conference. But the, the point of this show is a conference that we just got back from. Low we, Carb USA. Yeah, we went to Low Carb USA. We talked. We were in San Diego, California. Everybody told us how beautiful it was going to be. I'm going to have some issues with that. But we went <laughs> to Low Carb USA. It was held at the... Um, was a, was a, it was at it was the, a Wyndham, Wyndham Hotel, I think. Yep. It was it was at the Wyndham right there on the bay where you would see like the Queen Mary parked and like all that stuff. So it's a it's a cool cool location. We'll talk about the conference in a second here. But I'm me and I like to cry, whine, complain, and I'm going to complain to everybody right now. I am apparently in the minority here, but I did not like San Diego. It at was all. beautiful. I don't understand how you didn't like that. It was it, hot. It was so nice compared to what it is right now outside in Texas. It is beautiful. Correct. Out here in Texas, it is hotter than it is in San Diego. But you know what I have right now? We're inside our podcast studio. I have a little thing known as air conditioning. Mm. And I am not hot right now despite how hot it is outside, which was not a feeling that I had in the entire first four days I was in San Diego. Nobody had AC there, which completely blew my mind based on the temperature. It must have been 85, 90 degrees those first few days we were there. And 
everybody just doesn't have AC. There, there was like one bar that we walked by that had a sign out front that said AC on, come in. <laughs> and and it was, uh, the conference had AC, which was nice. Yeah, it was nice in there. <laughs> so, so going into the conference was good, but I went to an ice cream shop. And of course this was, you know, real organic ice cream, or I don't really know. It was called salt and straw, mm. but look, don't eat ice cream. This is, this is not something I'm suggesting to people, but I was on vacation and I decided I was going to get ice cream. So I went and got it. It was melting before I walked out the door and it's kind of like you had one job is to stop your ice cream from melting. So and they couldn't do that. Huh? They couldn't do that because they didn't have AC. And that's, so that was, that's my review of San Diego. Forget my review of the, of the actual conference that we were at. My review of San Diego is not particularly good. It wasn't until those last couple of days where it cooled down and it was nice to be out there. Uh, we were there with basically, like, we had a whole crew there. We had Colin was there. Mm-hmm. Um, you, yeah, you were there. Uh, Ulysses is another one of the members of the wild, with the wild team, the wild tribe. We had Ross and Marcel from Fit University. We were out there with Logan Sneed, who was actually speaking at the conference. And did I miss anybody? Oh, Allison. Allison. Allison and Darrow were there. Uh, Allison being uh, Colin's girlfriend. And Darrow being his son. And Shout out to Darrow. It's his birthday today. It is. He's turning one year old today. Uh, you know, I, before my dog died, he used to sing happy birthday, which is kind of, he just, we, we called somebody to sing happy birthday once and he just started howling along with us. And I just immediately gave him a treat. I was like, I want him to keep doing that. So then basically for the rest of his life, I mean, he made it to 14 years old or 13 years old. He, Every day he would get up in his little like position where he would sing and he would basically like make you sing happy birthday every day, That's every amazing. day, every <laughs> single day. It was his birthday, but I, Daro's birth, Daro's first birthday is today. There's going to be a big party, which he will not remember because he's one, but, uh, there's, you can see pictures of Daro all over Colin's Instagram and all over Allison's Instagram. He's a, he's a cute little kid. And you know, not that I'm a big fan of kids, but I'm, I'm a fan of that kid. So he's he, a cool guy. Yeah. He's Everybody cool was kid. out there. It was, it was, it was cool. Uh, Colin bugged out. <laughs> he, he, was, <laughs> he literally, he was like, look, I am not interested in being sweaty and uncomfortable. So we left like our, our, our Airbnb had a, an AC. It was just like, it was a pretty big house was, and that little split wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. It was relatively small for how big the house was. Yeah, It was just this little tiny, like it's almost like they put it in there so they could check off that they had AC. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then we were just kind of, I mean, you guys were in the only area where it got cool. So I guess that was nice, but it, yeah, in the rooms, there was no shot. So anyway, other that than was, that, other than that though, I have a really good review for it. I give it a 10 out of 10 would recommend. Even um, though you couldn't get, couldn't get cool. Still, yeah, 10 it was out of totally 10. fun. Um, it was cooler than it is here, so I was completely okay with it. And there's a bunch of water, so I was always near the water, which definitely helps. So, I guess I kind of take the water for granted because I grew up in Florida. So, yeah. I mean, and I've lived on the beach before, so that that for me it wasn't like that. It, it, here in Texas, we're in the middle of you know we have to go to like the fake beaches that we have here where you watch Jaws and stuff like that. But the <laughs> the it didn't blow me away. Like the beach towns weren't so cool that I was like, Oh my God, I have to, you know, I've been to been Key West, you know, that that's a great, that's a beach town where you go there and you're like, there's some really cool stuff here. Whatever. I'm, I'm just being a negative Nancy here. I've liked most places I've traveled. I really try to find the best in everything. And if I was in say Cuba and 
there was no AC, I would make the best of that because everything costs a dollar. Yeah. But in San Diego, we're talking significantly more expensive to, to do anything than here. And when, when, when Colin was looking around at a uh, hotels to possibly like deal with the fact that he couldn't sleep because he was sweating all night there, we found a motel six and it was $270 a night for actual Jeez. motel six. Not like I'm using that as a euphemism literal. We'll keep the light on for you. Motel six, $270 was one of the cheapest hotels we could find. So it is really expensive there. Anyway, you know what? I hate it when podcast hosts BS for the first 10 minutes of the episode. And here we are. Doing here that. we are BSing <laughs> for 10 minutes, for 10 minutes of the episode. So sorry, everybody. We are here to talk about low carb USA. We had, uh, we had a fun experience at the event, regardless of what I thought of the city. The event was pretty cool. Uh, it was, it was a small, conference that was that was put on by this by the company called low carb usa we even found out about it because logan was going out there to speak so logan was one of their breakout session speakers uh he basically told us about it uh we ended up going out and decided we would cover it as media we went out with we went out with logan we we, we checked it out it ended up being a four-day conference they had a great dinner every night that that came with you know your your buy-in to the to the conference that Super tasty dinner, by the way. Yeah, super good. It was completely keto friendly. Mm -hmm. So if you were if you were keto, you were good. They're not serving like dinner rolls or anything like that. And it was a it was like a high end dinner that was provided by the hotel. So that was pretty cool. And they looked out over the bay, which yep. is really nice outside. But but you were outside at night, at night. when it was really yeah. when it wasn't a million degrees out. So <laughs> and you're by the water, so it's already breezy. Yep. So so, it was, so that was cool. They uh, they even had like I, this first time I've been to a conference that for a fitness conference that gave everybody like a little goodie bag. Most of the time you have to pay extra for the goodie bag and that kind of thing. But they gave you a little, like, you know, one of those reusable totes yep. that you would take the H E B or something. And it had like a, a bunch of samples and it was, uh, I don't know. It was pretty cool. So y you ended up going to the expo. I don't, I only popped in the expo real quick. So you ended up seeing some of the sponsors, like, who were some of the cool people that were there? So we, we got to see F-Bomb, which we had a booth next to them at KetoCon. Uh, so it was really cool seeing them again, said hi. Uh, we, we actually found a few new sponsors that we've met and connected with. We, uh, we talked to the Luke's Ice Cream people. They have some really good low-carb ice cream. Super amazing. Tons of flavors. And we also ran into some keto dessert company. We actually found them out. When we oh, went to yeah. Cafe Virtuoso. Yep, when we first got there. Yep, that was our first stop, which is kind of ironic that they had, they just actually, they just actually got their product in their last Sunday. So they wow. just put it there and so we kind of ran into them. We popped into this Cafe Virtuoso because it was literally like the highest rated coffee shop that was close to our Airbnb and we had to wait to get in. And I walk in and I'm like, oh my God, this place looks really cool. It, I, we need to make, our HQ look more like this place. Like our HQ is cool at our, our coffee shop here in Austin, but they had a couple, they had pallet racks like right out there that, and I'm just like, man, we could do a lot of what they're doing. And it, and I thought it was really cool. And when we went to the register, they had muffins that said like, yeah, lo, they oh, were keto muffins. Keto. Yeah. They were keto muffins. So Colin's like, wait, what are you kidding me? This is great. We're going to this low carb conference. So Colin had him immediately like put one in the, uh, microwave and like heat it up it was like a cinnamon roll one and he's just 
going to town on it. He's like, oh my God, this is so good. And I was fasting, so I couldn't eat any of these things. But yeah, then we ended up seeing them at the conference completely unrelated. And I don't think they're at a ton of different coffee shops. I think shop that's bangers. the only place that they're at, too. Yeah. So that, that was super cool. Then we saw them there. You got to try even more of their stuff. Man, I had so many of their cinnamon rolls. It was great. <laughs> they also had a bunch of like uh, really... I don't even know what they were. They were just like little crumbles of like coffee cake. And it's so delicious. So, so delicious. I don't even know if they ship. So uh, what's, I even took a picture of them because I wanted to see if we could even get them to maybe ship to us. We could sell them at our coffee shop or just eat them. I don't know. <laughs> but they, I, I hope they do. So that was, that was a pretty cool sponsor. Yeah, F-Bomb. Awesome. F-Bomb. Uh, yeah, we were next to them at KetoCon. But also, I like their branding, man. They're, it's great. Such a cool name. Oh yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so Matt is Matt is super proud of his skills on this uh, mixer here. We added we some, some new, new sound sounds. effects. So he literally like <laughs> puts his hands up. He's like, "Hold on, stop, hold on," and then goes down and and press the button. So, but you won't know that because we'll edit it so that it's obvious. But so anyway, that Great was branding for sure. That yeah. That so that was like we, the, just a couple of the highlights of the expo when we popped in there, and then they had a a massive area for the actual speaking for the keynote speeches that were going on and they had keynotes going over the course of the day there were a ton of them i obviously we didn't see all of them also obviously we can't go over all the ones that we did see but i thought it would be cool to just talk a little bit about some of the people that we ended up watching or getting something from and just you know mention who they are maybe you can end up going and following these people and Honestly, I'd like to reach out to some of them, see if they want to come on the show. Yeah, that would be great. They're super insightful people. Um, they had a lot of great things to say. Yeah, the, so. the first the the first one that kind of resonated with me because I've been doing a lot of intermittent fasting was Dr. Nasha Winters. And she had this entire talk where she was talking about the, basically the science behind fasting, how she gets her patients into fasting the first time. And, some, and we had an intermittent fasting episode not too long ago. It was four or five episodes ago. And I kind of, now that I'm listening to her and how she gets her patients to go into fasting, I realized that I kind of went balls to the wall with it. And my suggestion even on the show was basically just step right in and go into a 16 hour fast and see what happens. Try it for a week. And she's like, no, don't do that. (laughs) She's like, try it once and maybe try a 14 hour fast once a week and then try a 14 hour fast twice a week and then upgrade it to a 16 hour fast twice a week and then maybe a 16 hour fast three times a week. And she's talking about a really slow process because for a lot of these people with she's deals with a lot of cancer patients and that kind of Mm. thing. So she's seen some clear correlations between intermittent fasting and how the cancer is done. And she's like basically saying like, you know, ease into this stuff, especially if you think you're going to have a problem with it. Is she saying that you shouldn't fast every day? No, no, no. She she said that just if you get slowly. to the point where you're doing it every day, it's great. But if you're having some sort of a mental block or if you really just don't want to jump right all the way in, okay. you can actually piecemeal this in. It's not like keto where it's all or nothing. You are creating a difference in your body set point as you go, regardless of how many times you do it. So there, you know, she she said she'd seen everything from people who were just drinking water to to people who were only fasting on carbs and that kind of thing so it it was it was interesting that and the i liked how she handled the some of the q a questions afterwards and people asked some tough questions and she she handled every single one of them cited research and it wasn't like you know the thing that you do where somebody asks you a question and you're like oh that's a really good question 
I'm glad you asked that. And you answer something completely different, which is what you see a lot of keynote speakers do because they're not ready. So you asked me a question, you know, you, Matt, you asked me, oh, who was your favorite speaker? I'm like, I'm glad you asked that question. There were a lot of great speakers, but what I really liked was the fat bomb booth or, or the F bomb booth and, yeah. and talk about that instead of talking about a speaker. So the, you, you see that a lot, but she, yeah, she was able to feel a lot of those questions, a lot of great content in that talk. So I was pretty happy about that. So again, it's Nasha winters, N A S H A winters. So that was, that was kind of what I got out of that one. Cool. Um, definitely one that resonated with me was Dr. Kenberry. And he talked a lot about if doctors give you bad health advice, um, I found that really interesting because I usually question doctors as well, see if they actually know what they're talking about, if they have any idea on giving you the right advice, whether they know your body or not, which most of the time they don't because you know your body more than anybody else. So he talked about a lot of the crazy fad diets that doctors will just like throw you into. Here, try this. Here, try that. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. What was really funny is he talked about the grapefruit diet and I've never heard that one before until until his speech and <laughs> most of it is just eating or drinking grapefruits or grapefruit juice throughout the whole entire day. About two grapefruits a day. Breakfast, <laughs> few eggs, bacon, grapefruit, half a grapefruit. Lunch, salad or something, half a grapefruit. And that's unbelievable. I don't, I don't know where you would get any type of nutrition from that. And he was saying that's like one of the really bad diet that doctors can just throw you into. Uh, so I found that super interesting. So, yeah. so <laughs> when you were reading off that, I was laughing before the episode. I was like, wait, that sounds like you're eating normal, but you're just adding a grapefruit. <laughs> like that's, that's just, that's just <laughs> the eating with more steps. <laughs> There's nothing else there, but the, Oh no, I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to curse on this podcast. So definitely bleep that out. But <laughs> Uh, yeah, that just sounds like like a bad diet with more steps, and I don't know why the whatever. I don't know how a doctor finds it's like limiting stuff. other things and replacing it, like limiting your eating and just replacing it with a grapefruit. I don't know. Yeah. That doesn't seem so like weird. it'd work at all. And we've mentioned this a lot on the show, where, where we talk about the fact that doctors are not are not infallible. They are they're they're this group of people that we kind of trust inherently as society because we're like well we're going to a doctor they know what they're talking about and that's true but you have to realize how many people know what they're talking about and how many fields they know what they're talking about in but then they stop knowing what they're talking about so 10 years later like it's it's different so if somebody came up to you and said fat is bad we know that fat's not bad (laughs) we know that fat is a good thing that you need to eat and be a part of your diet and we know that now because we've done a lot of research and we figured that out but a doctor might not know that I had a doctor tell me that I needed to go on a plant-based diet and that's how I would lose weight. And, you know, we look at the different reasons behind that and sure there's a correlation between going on a plant-based diet and losing weight, but that's because there's a correlation between going on any diet and paying attention to what you're eating at all and losing weight. So a doctor doesn't necessarily know. And a lot of these doctors knew when they became doctors, but 20 years later, 30 years later, they're just skating by. They, they, they're going in, and they're checking off the buttons the same way that they've done every time. And they aren't up on the newest trends. They haven't continued to learn. And they don't, they're just doing what they think is best from forever ago. And a lot of it is just 
getting a basic knowledge or understanding of it and so they're leaving it at that surface level they're not going more into depth about it because they don't have enough time to keep up with all of these from what they learned 10 years ago yeah in medical so. school they're they're basically working 80 hour weeks learning and then they go into their practice and they they stop and they're going to do things based on experience and i'm not saying that doctors are bad but i'm just saying like ask your doctor a couple of questions like make sure that you you're talking with a doctor that knows what they're talking about, you know, that, that they're answering the right questions and they're not just throwing some antibiotics down your throat mm -hmm. or something like that. So especially when it comes to diet, there is new research coming out all the time and some of it you know, might be pseudosciency and you find out afterwards that that's the case. And even when we're talking about a diet like keto, like we're talking about low carb USA here and the original keto diet, the Atkins diet was fairly unhealthy they're basically just saying you can eat whatever you want as long as you're not eating any sugar or carbs. So you're shoving cheese down your throat and it's fine. And everybody's wondering why they've got some terrible bowel movements on the Atkins diet or why they don't feel good or why they don't have energy. Well, their, their macros are all out of whack. They're putting a bunch of stuff in their body. They shouldn't be putting in their body. Yeah. You're in ketosis. Yeah. You're losing weight. You're doing it in a really unhealthy fashion. So once more people researched, what Atkins diet was actually causing and doing and how ketosis worked, they started to realize, okay, maybe we shouldn't be eating very much cheese. Like if we just keep this cheese out of here now, when, once the dairy goes down, our macros are better and like whatever. So you, there's a healthy way to eat keto and there's an unhealthy way to eat keto. Yeah. And the Atkins diet didn't differentiate between the two. So a lot of people were having some negative health benefits or negative health effects from that. And if you were a doctor studying at the time when Atkins became popular in like 1995 or whatever it was, you would probably say, no, that's a terrible diet. Don't ever tell somebody to go on that. And then you would just do that until 2019. And somebody says, well, I'm thinking about going on a low carb diet. You're like, oh no, Atkins is terrible. Don't go on that diet. And you, you're right, but you haven't learned anything new. So, yeah. So yes, Dr. Ken Berry, you are correct. Ken Berry. <laughs> the next thing that actually for me, like the was kind of cool. I hadn't seen this talked about before. Dr. Robert Siwis. Cywus, I think. I'm sure he said his name, but I can't remember it now. He was talking about keto as far as it works with children. And you don't really think about kids and diets because kids kind of are fed what they're fed. Like they go, they have their school lunch and, and they go grab it and they eat that and that's it. Or like mom makes them a sandwich or whatever. And mm -hmm. you don't think about kind of the bad habits that you might be teaching kids or what their diet could actually accomplish. And he was presenting a bunch of different studies with the, he was talking about babies, even like babies and kids and people who might like, even in first grade have like ADD. And they were talking about like the effects of the diet and how that lowered that stuff. And they were talking about like basically all the research you might think, don't put a kid on a keto diet. What do you think? What are you doing? Well, yeah. Don't do that. And he was showing all the research and how it makes perfect sense to do that in the cases where it is a healthy diet for the child or makes things better in their life. So, again, one of the highest correlations to like Alzheimer's, for instance, is gingivitis, which we know comes from eating a bunch of sugar. And if you start at an early age avoiding that, it's entirely possible that these kids live longer lives because they just aren't shoving a bunch of sugar in their body. And think about how much easier it is to grow up eating healthy if you didn't have cookies with every lunchbox. Yeah, you don't have to try to break school. the habit of 10 years, 15 years yep. after that. 
so that was that was anyway that was super interesting and uh i don't think there's a whole lot of people talking about that it's pretty Mm-mm. that's a pretty niched down situation he was and he was from florida so that was kind of cool you, he <laughs> he was on instagram at his name is at robert cywes it's c y w s w c y w e s if you want to follow him so he's even got a podcast so maybe again he's he's a candidate for somebody we might have on the show if you happen to know him reach out tell him to hit us up at info at wildfoods.co there you go that's really interesting to see it would be really cool to uh, see how that progresses and kids keto keto diet for kids uh and how that just like progresses into uh maybe more people are going to start doing it and i mean it's probably it seems like a really good idea yeah, more, uh, hopefully more and more people pay, sorry, pay attention to what they eat, uh, me included, because this trip didn't do me any favors on my weight loss journey. No, there's such good food out there, though. <laughs> yeah, there was. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, just the, here, you know what? Teachable moment before you talk about that, that last speaker that you're going to talk about. I ate awful on this trip. I had a cotton candy burrito. Okay. <laughs> Now, if you're wondering what a cotton candy burrito is, you're not alone. It's the first time I've ever seen it, which is why I had to get it. But it was <laughs> ice cream with Oreos and cookie dough wrapped in cotton candy and served burrito style. So that was I I tend to make mistakes while I'm traveling. But what do I do when I get back? I go right back on my fasting. And the entire time I was there, I kept a I kept about a 16 to 18 hour fast. You did? And that's with including, you know, having a couple beers out at the end of the night when everybody went out. So you can keep fasting. I, get, I actually am saying like it set me back on my weight loss journey. I gained no weight from the trip, even though I ate completely terrible. I, I checked this morning. So I've, I've been back from the trip about three days. So maybe I lost it in the last three days, but I don't think so. And so don't kill yourself over this stuff because eating bad for five days out of a month hurts you just as much as eating good for five days out of a month will help you so yes it would be better if you ate bad two days out of a month than five but don't just stop paying attention to what you're doing and what you're eating because you ate bad and be like well i screwed it up it's over i'm not doing that anymore just stick with it you'll be fine it's okay to uh it's okay to make some mistakes and let give forgive yourself move on and even do it intentionally experience life if you want to yeah especially while traveling because i mean you you want to you know explore a little bit and see what that city or place offers so might as well go have some fun for five days explore some food taste some things like your cotton candy burrito which sounds bizarre and then get back to it whenever you get back i mean Another thing that I saw on a menu that I never would have probably ordered if I wasn't kind of in that mode is it a coffee soda at a place called James Coffee. And I, I out of normally I would be like, well, soda, I'm not drinking soda. That's dumb. I'm not going to drink. So even on a trip, I'm not going to drink soda. But I asked what it was. I saw it on a menu. I'm like, I've never seen coffee soda on a menu. So I'm going to ask what that is. And he said, oh, yeah, it's a it's a double espresso with a Topo Chico with vanilla powder and lime and i'm like damn okay that's barely like i guess you can call that a soda there's not even going to be that many calories in that in the whole thing and it was basically an iced americana or americano i don't know just like carbonated americano it was just carbonated iced americano with like some lime and vanilla powder it's genius which sounds delicious it was delicious (laughs) it was absolutely delicious and i now 
And I don't even like Topo Chico when I normally drink Topo Chico, but when they mixed it with a double shot of espresso, I was I was in. So if I wasn't already in that mode where I was even willing to look at what a coffee soda might be, I might have missed out on this drink that wasn't even unhealthy in a little in the least. And it tasted great. So yep. I mean, you can definitely deviate from your standard stuff and still eat very healthy and still have good tasting food. Yep. And then, like I said, just forgive yourself, especially when you're on vacation. All right. We are going way off the rails here. This is the, I, this is what's going to be the norm for these podcasts going on now. I think because uh, when when Marcy and Jamie were on them, they were really by the book, and there was a lot of just like let's read our outline yeah. and let's finish this up. I, I I do things a little bit differently, and therefore Matt does things a little bit differently, and Ladon doesn't really. He just kind of goes. He doesn't have a a direction. Anything hey, running gun. Yeah. Best way to you do it sometimes. Matt and Ladon work. Check out our YouTube. We just uploaded a video where Matt and Ladon have to make the trash go down. And it was a great video. Great video. And we did it. We <laughs> successfully did it. <laughs> Which All right. is very surprising. Matt, so, your last speaker that last you were talking speaker, about. Dr. Ben. I don't remember how to say his last name, so I'm not going to say it at all. Uh, you could at least try. I, uh, it's rough. It's a rough last name. So let's see. Dr. Ben Bocciccio. Bocciccio? Bocciccio. There you go. That's right. Bocciccio? Bocciccio. Bocciccio. Very, very off. But anyway, he spoke about exercise denial. And that's something that I do a lot. Oh. I I usually am an avid skateboarder, so I do. That's my type of exercise. But a lot of times I say that I have no time. I'm tired. All this stuff. And I'll go to the skate park drive up to the skate park and be like, yeah, eh, I don't want to do this today. But what am I doing? There's no reason for me not to do it. It's just me not like just me saying that I don't want to do it. Um, and so he talks about like how you don't make excuses. Like you should not make any type of excuse, whether you I mean you could exercise 15 minutes a day and you can still get good results with those 15 minutes. And even if you split 15 minutes four times a day, that's one hour that you've, I mean, everybody kind of has one hour or 15 minutes in intervals, most likely. I'm assuming they do. I know I do, but I don't use that time to do an exercise or something. Uh, he also talked about the synergy between eating low carb diets and uh, high intensity exercising. And so when you do that, like being in ketosis and exercising, you burn your fats and you burn like gain muscle, not gain, faster. energize your muscles faster because yeah. it's reaching just those muscles right away and doesn't have to go through any carbs or burn any carbs for that. Uh, so he said is that's a very synergistic and helpful thing to, I mean, keto, like it is helpful being in keto and exercising. Yeah, and it if could. you go back to even what the intermittent fasting that we were talking about, that could be yeah. even more synergistic. You do all three you are going to like, you're going to notice a mass, especially in the mornings. Like think about if you're, I, I don't know if you, I don't think you do fasting. Have you ever tried it? Oh, I fast all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the difference between when you're fasted or you're at least fasting and how you feel in the morning when you wake up, you know, most people they're groggy for three hours or something like that. They eat breakfast or groggy after breakfast because they carb loaded on their, on their like toast and bagels. And they're going to have that fall off after the carb load. And for me now I'm perfectly cognizant for the entire day i mean right now we're recording this at 3 52 p.m i haven't eaten anything i have only had water soda uh, or water and uh not soda uh soda water what water waterloo 
Yeah. So I've had the things that I know are not going to trigger any sort of insulin response. So I don't get tired. But what happens when I break my fast, if I break it poorly and I eat a bunch of carbs, I get really tired. So people are doing that all day and they're it's part of their excuse process for, mm. for exercising. So I'm bad at this, but I also realize that I have to use it as I, I have to kind of understand it. I'm really, I don't like going to a gym. I'm a fat guy. I don't so like going to a gym either. I have to find a way to our exercise is not that and not block myself from doing it and not stop myself. So walking a dog is a good, is a good one. Very good. Yeah. I was watching uh Colin's dog, uh, Bailey for a while and dog was paying me man. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Jesus. I got to stop swearing pain, pain in the butt, Matt. It was pain in the butt. And he, <laughs> the dog, not Matt. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, well, <laughs> The, the dog would wait 15 minutes on a walk to poop. It, and that was like, you just had to kind of work him up to it. His name is Bailey, and he, would just, he was high maintenance, basically. But then I realized I really liked it. I liked having to go for a 15-minute walk at least two times a day, sometimes more. So if you have a dog, maybe take him for a longer walk. Even though he, you know, he poops within two minutes, I would have to go up and down three flights of stairs every time. And it was, it was good exercise. And now yeah. that he's gone, I'm not doing that anymore. So I need to find another way to exercise. But walking for, you walked one hour a day at like a reasonable pace, that would change most people's lives. Yeah. And you could do it in intervals. Yep. You could always split it up. And that's what I sometimes don't realize. I think that I have to block my time just to exercise. When in that case, I could exercise between tasks, between, you know, drive somewhere, like any location change, I could exercise for 10 to 15 minutes and it doesn't have to be at a gym. It doesn't have to be regulated or as strict of a thing like a gym. It would be, I mean, you could do it anywhere. You yeah, could do I, anything anywhere. I noticed the gym was always my excuse. I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to be like the fat guy in the gym or whatever. So I eliminated it. I stopped even thinking about going to a gym. It's not even in my repertoire anymore. I know to, that I'm going to work out at home. I'm going to walk. I'm going to do body weight exercises or whatever. That's if I do any working out, that's what it is. So I am not putting myself in that position of failure. Okay, cool. so that was that's yeah. That's, anyway, that's the that's the wrap up of Low Carb USA. Obviously, if you wanted to be, they have more than one conference. They uh, they do. They have quite a few. Three, they have a four, few locations. Yeah, and, and these are mostly for uh, the keynote speeches. Like you're not going to a South by Southwest. You're not going to a Paleo FX. You're not going to walk onto a floor with hundreds and hundreds of expo booths where they're giving you samples every five seconds. They had an expo with some booths, but the the meat of this, the key to Low Carb USA is listening to these doctors speak on stage and asking them questions. So if you ever do decide to be a part of this, make sure that you go to all of the keynotes, ask your questions, have them prepared beforehand. They got to almost everybody who had a question, so they had mics set up and it was really cool. But you can check them out at lowcarbusa.org, not .com, .org. And find out about, you know, their next ones in uh, in Florida. So, you know, they, they're really big about going to warm climates, I guess. Beaches. <laughs> they like beaches. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I mean I've been... Uh, Boca, Florida is pretty close to where I used to live. So, that... Uh, Maybe you, that's the next one we'll go to. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. It'll be like, hey, hey, hey Colin. <laughs> we want to go to Florida. So, if you want to hear Colin's kind of thought about this check out the ancestral mind he plans on recording an episode with me about that but it's going to be more complaining there's not going to be a voice of reason over here with matt saying san diego is a 10 out of 10 it's going to be me and colin crying about it so 
But you can hear Colin's perspective on it too. So you can check that on the Ancestral Mind, ancestralmind.com, or you can just subscribe to the Ancestral Mind podcast wherever. The Ancestral Mind podcast, of course, is a part of the Tribe Podcast Network, which includes podcasts such as the Tribe Pod, the Living Wild Podcast, and the Ancestral Mind. So uh, there's there's others in there as well, like the Uncaged Collective. There's a lot of different ones that are in the Tribe Podcast Network. If you're interested in maybe doing some advertising with the Tribe Podcast Network, reach out to me at info at tribe10k.com or you can even do info at wildfoods.co and remember you can always use the code wildceo for 12% off your wild foods order i uh, just proud of me for remembering to say that alright I understand so that's that and I want to throw in one disclaimer before we get out of here well actually I'll do it at the complete end but right now we are talking we're talking wild foods you can always follow us on instagram that is the best place to get up to date with funny things, cool things. Colin did the uh, the water bottle challenge with a bottle of fish oil. <laughs> uh, spoiler, it did not go well. <laughs> and he we are also, my hand. We're also ramping up the Instagram content, so be sure to look out for that. Should get more comedy in there, some more fun things. Yeah, we're definitely going the comedic route. There's a cool video with uh, Ladon and Dom involving some a coffee a deal of some <laughs> kind exchange. and uh i think we just filmed a jeopardy episode so anyway the podcast is going to be some great content great interviews long form lots of going back and forth conversational you want your quick fix our instagram is definitely well worth checking out i mean there's going to be you're going to see our products posted all the time on there of course but in cool like locations we've got recipes we've got funny stuff and you should check it out. So uh, check out the Wild Foods Instagram. Subscribe to us. Leave us a rating if you're really interested. That's great. We've got a lot of different reviews coming in. They always help. I mean, we're past the new and noteworthy part of the podcasting arena. But it, it, like we love getting the ratings. In, in fact, Matt, on the next episode that, that either you and I do or me and LaDon or somebody, we're going to read out some of these some of these reviews. Let's do that. That would be great. You know what? Let's read one right now. Let's Let's read... Gonna look one up. Our latest review. All right. Found some reviews here. All right. So here's here's an example from Kaylee Murphy. The people at Wild Foods Co. are great. I was fortunate enough to meet some of them at Paleo FX, and I love their products and the message they're spreading. The podcast is definitely worth a listen. The episode with Christina Rice was my favorite. That was a good episode. It was. They really dig deep and get into all the myths in the health and wellness world and shed light on some great topics. Highly recommend exclamation point five stars. Thank you for that, Kaylee. Thank you, Kaylee. That was a great review. That would make me want to watch it. <laughs> listen to our podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, this one, unfortunately, uh, Marcy and Jamie are so easy to listen to. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, cross Um, I don't think they're going to be coming back on the show anymore, but you know, maybe we'll have them on as a guest every now and then or something like that. Marcy and Jamer were exceptionally busy. So, all right, we'll read off more. You give us reviews, we'll read more of them. I promise we'll read at least one per episode that we are not interviewing somebody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so thanks for listening to this episode. Again, remember, we're not medical professionals. Anything that we've told you on this episode or anything that we've talked about is our personal experience only. This is entertainment. This is not medical advice. So please... Before making any changes in your diet or doing anything along those lines, seek out the advice of a licensed medical professional and also make sure you're speaking to the right licensed medical professional. So I ask them some questions and otherwise, uh, you know, make sure that 
any changing your diet has some inherent risks. Just make sure you do your own research on that kind of stuff. So, all right. Anything else before we sign off? Nope. I think we are good. Perfect. All right. Well, I am out of here. I've been Brent and I've been here with Matt Smith, not the Matt Smith from Doctor Who. Unfortunately, but maybe one day we'll get there. Yeah. Maybe you can be like the 18th Doctor or something. It's okay. All right. So, all right. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Signing for